welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm John Forche, and joining me on this episode is Stacy Barenfuss. Stacy is the founder and CEO of Catalyst Group and the creator of the Limitless Realtor Circle. She's been an agent since she was 19 years old. Thank you, Stacy, for joining me. Thank you for having me, John. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So how did you get started in real estate? So it was pretty, uh, I'll say accidental. I was, I was 17. I was joking with some of my friends in, as a senior in high school and, um, applied to be a salesperson at a local, um, resort real estate office. And they ended up hiring me as the, um, sales coordinator's assistant at the time. And so, I just fell in love with it right away. Um, it was a natural uh, progression for me. And I saw a, a gap that I felt I could fill and could change, which was just, you know, how consumers were, were being treated then and just seeing that, you know, real estate agents also didn't have a lot of training available. And so um, that's how I, I got into it and then um, got licensed in 2006, um, a year and a half later, and started my business, The Catalyst Group. Awesome. And so you, did you actually started your business at 19? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Wow. Uh, what kinds of challenges did you experience starting so young? Yeah. So just back to my point, you know, of not necessarily having all the tools from real estate school, as far as like, you know, the things you need to know, like, how do you set up your company tax? Do yeah. you do an S corp? Do you do a C corp? Those kinds of things. Um, I wish I would have known, you know, so that just, I mean, little challenges like that. But um, I luckily was able to align with a great mentor that taught me those fundamental pieces of no matter what the market's doing, run your business like a business and you'll get, you know, those results. Um, I think that, so what I had done to combat the challenges of I mean, basically every day you get fired and rehired as a real estate agent, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have a closing, you're unemployed and you'll get a new client, you know, so it's that cycle. And so um, to maintain that mindset and, um, you know, keep on keeping on, I definitely resorted to creating systems for myself so that I didn't see the peaks and valleys. Um, you know, I started in 2006 and shortly thereafter we had the recession and so those um, methodologies that I put in place from systems, how to generate business, but also to maintain my energy and my mindset mm -hmm. and all of that um, helped me combat the, the challenges day to day of real estate. Definitely. Yeah. That timing was not great uh, in retrospect, yeah. <laughs> but you know, nothing you can do about that. Right. Uh, so what, what can agents do to remain positive in the face of uncertainty? It sounds like you probably had a lot of it pretty early on. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, creating, like I said, that, that mindset practice and, um, something that you do every single day that can be your ritual that can be almost like that, that place that you can go to if things get challenging or difficult. And what that looks like is, you know, I've set up a system that works for me, which is, you know, focusing on what you're grateful for when you do that the mind naturally goes into a positive space and then making sure you have your goals front and center. You can focus on them and stay, you know, just positive in the pursuit of that bigger dream and outcome that you want to achieve. Um, and keep your focus there. You know, one thing that we, I think are, are mistaken about is that the external situations, whether it's the market, a hard client, 
create how we feel. And so we just need to flip that and understand that you have a new choice every single day and you get the opportunity to be better than the day before. And so if you just really keep that focus, anything can come at you and you'll stay strong and keep producing and be successful in the process. Yeah, that's great. I mean, especially in an industry where you are your business, you've got to, you know, stay positive. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in, as a real estate agent, as a, as whether you're a team leader, if you're on a team, it doesn't matter your role. You have to adopt the mindset that you are the owner of that role or the team, you know, and just step into the responsibility of that and, you know, promote yourself to that higher level. And that also just keeps your expectation of yourself high, which, you know, if you keep that focus along with the, the positive focus, you'll keep performing at that high level. Definitely. So how much does having a daily schedule play into your success? It is honestly everything to me. I mean, it's, it's something I was talking about this this morning. Um, it's, it's so important because you do, if you, if you have the structure, if you have a schedule, it helps you stay on track similar to the bumpers on the bowling lane, right? There isn't anywhere that you can go off track if you have that structure in place. So I have my schedule booked out, the simple things, you know, wake up at 6am and then my workout meditation into even saying getting ready on my calendar. Um, just because I don't have to think. It's like if you set that calendar every day, it's one last thing that you have to exert energy on. And as a salesperson and real estate salesperson, that's what honestly, one of the only things that we have control over, right, is what our energy is, what our actions are and what we're thinking. And so that's a really great way I've um, found to manage my energy and also keep the focus to make sure I'm doing the things each day that actually equal the results that I want to achieve because mm -hmm. in our business, it's easy to get off track with that. Yeah. How, how do you attribute an action to the desired result? This action is worth it for me to get to this result or maybe it's not. Yes. Yeah. So producing business and, and profit producing activities, you know, you've all heard of that, but it, it can sometimes be this far out concept. And so looking at it very simply from the standpoint of, what are you doing to serve people each day? That's kind of like my shortcut of, you know, how many people have I spoken to? So that action equals the result of if I'm talking to 20 people that are, are new connections each week, that is going to result in a higher number of conversions to actual buyers and sellers. And so that's just an easy thing to take into consideration is, how much action has, have I taken each week that's actually with people talking about real estate, asking how I can help and serve them? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great thing to keep track of. So for new agents, if somebody just is starting out, um, just building up their business, how can they get out of a mindset of, of scarcity and fear that might be you know, hurting them in the long run? Yes, absolutely. So first, what you have to know is fear is always going to be there, which is great because it will protect us if we're about to go off a cliff. It will keep us safe, right? So um, as a new agent, the sooner that you can implement a schedule and stick to that daily schedule, the quicker to success you're going to be. So adopt that schedule and take action every single day. But 
be sure to be focused in your action in real estate because there's just so many options. You know, we could do for sale by owners, builders, sphere of influence. There's just so many options as far as how to meet people and how to help people. It's really important that you choose no more than three sources. And sources, I mean that you're doing for sale by owners, open houses, or builders, as an example. Mm-hmm. No more than threes because then you can become an expert and be the one and only in whatever one of those three that you enjoy and, you know, you see the results in and execute that day in and day out and really get yourself into the habits of, you know, connecting with new people about real estate each week, doing that combined with having a schedule and just, you know, tracking that a lot of, um, A lot of times in sales, you know, metrics is a hard conversation to have, but the sooner that you can, you know, use that schedule and use it as your tracking system to reflect on, okay, last week I made three calls that didn't work this week. I'm going to double that, you know, really using that to build your business is something that um, I think you can do right away. It's free on Google calendar or whatever, you know, service to, to build that system for yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds really helpful. So uh, you mentioned when you first got into real estate that you felt like the training was kind of incomplete. Uh, What do you think is something missing from most realtors education? Yes. So there's two things and I've, I've tested this theory on seasoned agents that are selling multiple millions every year to brand new agents and the consistency is missing. And under that under consistency is, the systems, right? We don't have a a structure systems of what standards need to be. Um, And the second thing is mindset. And so that's what I'm really excited to, you know, bring to the industry and to realtors all over, you know, the nation and, and globe is just this idea of if you can implement this, even as a seasoned agent, you know, you're already making the money, but maybe you've lost the time with your family. So you can put this system in place to be able to, um, you know, build the the life now that you want because you have the business um, that you've wanted as a seasoned agent. As a new agent, you know, it just helps you get that system from the get-go. Um, and that system is, you know, that that training that's missing on who to call, what to say, how many calls you make, you know, the, the typical um, what, you know, needs to happen to generate business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going along with that, that mindset, that mindfulness, um, you're an advocate of meditation, right? Yes. So where, where does that play a role? Yeah. So what, what's interesting is it's, it's been the fuel to the fire for sure. Like the more that I have integrated and, and it's not a a long practice, it's sometimes a three minute practice in the morning. Um, it just is such a way to center myself and, it's helped me come from a more clear and calm inner state, which has affected my team, my clients. I'm able to connect to what they're really wanting more and um, also be more in tune to some blind spots, maybe that they're not seeing from a coaching mentoring perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure it helps to just sort of slow down when everything's moving so fast. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about your team. Um, how did you build out your team and how do you, how do you advise other people to build out their team? Yes. Yeah. So, um, when I originally started, I, um, 
do not suggest doing it the way that I did, which was I opened a page to a, um, a real estate book, saw the org chart and, and built from there. Um, I like to go direct. So um, obviously learned a lot through that process. But in building a team, um, what I highly recommend is write out everything that you're doing every day. And then from that list, remove everything that isn't that profit producing, like I was talking about earlier, you know, anything that's not with your people or meeting new people. And then try to divide that into the different roles that you would potentially, you know, bring on. And so when you're building your team, it's important to, um, you know, have that clarity of, okay, these are the roles that I'm fulfilling and this is how my systems are going to work. Because, one thing that, you know, I learned in the process of, of building teams and, you know, expanding and contracting and, and all of that is that I set that pace, right? As the leader, you, you set that pace, you set those expectations. And a lot of times in real estate, we're all going so fast that it's like, oh, just come on and, and do this part. But you don't take the time to really set it up. So I highly recommend, you know, taking a few hours and just at first thinking about that. And then of course, investing more time to set up the team so that it's clear of how the roles work, who reports to who. Um, and then also what is it that they're going to also contribute to the company so that you're able to, you know, really come together as, as a team and be more cohesive than just, you know, hiring people. You create a mm -hmm. culture of, of connection and that anything's possible. Yeah. I think the, the goal setting is huge. Like you, mm -hmm. like you said, because without goals, people maybe don't feel as fulfilled as they might in their role, uh, especially if you're just trying to add people to the team. Um, so as a team leader, how can you better empower your agents? Yes. So a couple of things, um, you know, is, is having them own their roles and trusting them, you know, to, to fall, to make mistakes. You know, I, I often think of the analogy of, you know, how many times do we let a, a baby try to walk until they, you know, do end up walking. And it's like, well, you don't tell them, sorry, you've tried a hundred times. You can't walk. You know, it's like we let them fall as many times. And I think that's, that's the biggest shift that I have made and other team leaders can make is just, you know, understanding that if you truly empower them and take the time to train your people, let it go and let them, you know, bring their own personality to it. It might not be exactly how, you know, you would do it, but as long as it's that culture fit and we're still taking, you know, you're taking care of clients at the highest level, they have some, a lot better ideas than you think and also can contribute at a, at a high level and um, they'll bring up stuff that you don't even think about. And then you just, again, again create that like that synergy where, you know, you'll bring something up. I have a joke with one of my teammates now where we joke, we have, we're, we're reading each other's minds because I've, you know, given him this opportunity to own his role in such a way. And so he's bringing ideas to me that I wouldn't even think, think of. And you create that, that synergy together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great advice for any team. And I would also just add something too, is it's not about you. You know, and I think that that's something that we don't necessarily have the distinction about right away is, you know, we, we're building this team because we're too busy and, you know, we need to get this help. And 
And I think one other big shift as an agent or team lead is, is just, you know, thinking about things from the perspective of how can I serve your team members versus what are they doing for me? Mm-hmm. After the break, we dig into the story behind Stacy's multi-million dollar custom housing project. You're listening to this wishing you could embark on your own entrepreneurial journey like Stacy did. You're dreaming of starting your own team, building your brand, and helping people buy and sell homes in your community. With the CE Shop, you can do all this and more as you embark on your own real estate journey. Online courses make it straightforward to learn wherever and whenever you want. And right now, you can save 25% on your courses with promo code SHOPTALK. So how can agents overall provide even better service to their clientele? Yes. So over communicate, you know, that's one thing that a lot of times, you know, you, you assume you think you may think that someone understands something. And even if you have the most um, savvy investor or client that has sold so many homes, explain everything to them and just explain, you know, I know that you are experienced in this, but it's my duty to explain every little thing so that you aren't caught caught off guard. Um, That shows them a level of professionalism that is so unique to the industry. And if we all start doing that, that will raise that standard, which is what we all want ultimately. Um, So communication is huge. You know, follow-up is also in that same vein of um, follow-up and follow-up again. Um, And also to look at all of the facets of a real estate transaction title, inspection, lender, look at all of that as if you're leading this ship of of people, of services for your client. And don't be afraid to open lines of communication with each of those, you know, even if you're on the seller side, buyer side, so that everything is very cohesive and you're leading it. You know, I think a lot of times it's easy to say, oh, you know, the lender's taking care of that. Just make sure you close all those loops. And so that's really a way that we can take care of clients at a higher level and still get their results quickly. Definitely. Yeah. Great advice. Okay. So I'm going to shift a little bit here. Um, So you purchased a development and built 11 custom homes, uh, which was a multi-million dollar project, right? Yes. So how did you how did you seize that opportunity and, and what advice would you have if somebody wanted to start getting into more investment real estate like that? Yes. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite stories. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, at the time, actually it was August, 2018. And, um, I was about at the end of my commercial lease on our office space. So I was looking at buildings, should we build, you know, just the options. And I called a gentleman that had some um, units available and asked him if he had commercial space. He said, well, why don't you come by my office? And so I said, yes, went by his office. We talked about the commercial space and he didn't have anything that was available. But he did then say that he had this infill project in the heart of um, Eagle, which is like there isn't land to build in this section. Um, But he had this infill project that was just kind of a thorn in his side. And as he spoke, I thought to myself, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but these numbers are are awesome. And 
I'm going to make an offer. So I said, let me drive by. I'm going to check it out. So everything added up and I ended up going forward and making the offer in my name personally. The original purchase was the, the lots. I had no idea, none, what I was going to do to make, get this money. If I was getting a loan, I had zero, zero. Okay. I just took that first step. And, um, the, the subdivision, so he was taking it through the final engineering and that was his role. And so that ended up taking from August to late November. And so in that time frame, I called every lender that I know locally. I called, I mean, there's all these people, you know, that they're hard money lenders, locally, private people. Everyone said, no, I, every door was closing and closing and, and, Obviously, that's stressful because I've just committed to a whole lot of money yeah. to make this happen. And so, but my intention was strong. And that's something that by the end of the story, you'll understand at a deeper level how important that is, is I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know I'm going to do this. I believe in myself and I'm going to figure it out. So randomly, a friend comes in and um, he just stops by my office to say, hello, I share what I'm doing. And he says, you know what, I'm going to connect you to this guy who knows this other guy. And anyway, ended up connecting to a lender out of Seattle that not only funded the purchase of the land for me, but funded the construction financing for all 11 houses. Wow. And so just, you know, that's a story of, of don't give up and just keep showing up and doing everything you possibly can. And the world and universe, it, it does line out, you know, more opportunities for you to make stuff happen. So we, I ended up closing at the end of, um, it was actually New Year's, uh, 2018, 2019. And then, um, we started construction on the houses February of 2019 and finished them all in less than nine months, you know, couldn't have done it without my general contractor and, um, yeah, beautiful custom home. So, wow. Yes. And have you sold all those? So I have, so I actually have five left. Um, six have closed. I had just got an offer actually yesterday on, nice. on one. So um, yeah, I'm turning a couple into a short-term um, rental right now just because that's, that's pretty popular. Um, yeah. But, but ultimately like I want to sell all these houses. So that's great it's on its way. So would you take on more of these kinds of projects in the future? Do you want to? Yes. Yeah, I definitely would. And of course, through the process, I, I've learned so much of, um, you know, just timing things in such a way. Um, it was interesting because, I mean, I thought these houses were going to fly off the market and they were all done, you know, late last fall and our market was super hot and I'm watching all of all my other listings sell, everyone else's houses sell. And I am here with you know, nine <laughs> houses. I'm like, okay, what's happening? Um, but just going through that process. Yeah, I definitely do it again. And I also would, you know, apply everything I've learned as you do, you know, as you go through situations in life. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you know why those, uh, the original lenders you reached out to, why they said no? Yeah. So, um, as I mean, I've had my business for, um, at the time it was 13 years. And so, but I didn't have the history of mm. actually building. I'd work with builders, worked with developers. That's been constant since I started. Um, but it was just, yeah, because of that reason. Yeah. So now what's great is I could just go really to any lender and get financing, which I'm already doing on something else. So oh, that's great. It's good in that way. 
Yeah. You just have to get the first one done, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And have that bigger perspective, you know, it's like, okay, this, this may be taking longer than I wanted or might not be going, you know, in exactly the way I wanted, but that bigger picture, it's preparing me for that. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. Very cool. Coincidences are, yes, the world always happening for you, right? Life is (laughs) happening for you. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So as somebody who led her business through the Great Recession, um, do you have any advice for how agents should be approaching our current events, you know, with coronavirus and everything happening around that? Definitely. So um, first, I would just want to speak to no matter what market we're in, if you can run your business like a business, that is the most important thing. So I'm going to just separate COVID out for a second Mm -hmm. because it is... um, something we, a lot of us have never been through. Um, well, none of us have been through. And so running it like a business, no matter what means that if the market is good and you, your phone is just ringing off the hook, people are calling, want to buy, sell you. You're not forced to be in your office for that dedicated time each day, track your numbers, do those outgoing calls or that networking opportunity because you have all of that coming in. So my suggestion is to always make sure, even if it's blocked out differently, like if you have a client, you know, for Monday and Tuesday, which you're, you know, unable to be in the office because you're helping them buy and sell, make sure that you have Thursday, Friday of that, of that week where you're doing those outgoing messaging calls, outgoing efforts to generate business because you'll, You'll thank me later. That will just fill your fill your pipeline no matter what. So that that is the biggest thing. Um, because I went through that, that's something that obviously I, I lived through. I applied, and my business grew year over year during that Great Recession, where I was watching agents that had been in the business for years getting out, and I completely, you know, put that towards running like a business and doing that consistently. As, as we learn this new normal, you know, with, with COVID and, and adopting and adopting to the new normal, integrating the virtual side of things is super important if you're not doing that. So um, what I mean by that is make sure that you are utilizing videos, you know, that you're familiar with the lives and, and all of these tools that are available. Um, you know, if, if you use live, a Facebook live out at your open house, just think about that, that you are actually having whatever your platform is. Let's say you have 500 friends. You have basically an open house that is being viewed by that many people instead of waiting for three hours and hoping someone comes in, you know? Mm -hmm. And so utilizing technology that we have in those types of ways is something I, I highly recommend. And I think that COVID has you know, made us stop and just think about things differently so that we can be more effective. Cause there definitely in real estate is a lot of, um, inefficiencies because, you know, it, it is contract based and, you know, with the state regulations and everything. So I think that it's been great to speed things up in that way. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, this last question is one that I ask of all of my guests. Uh, If you could go back to the beginning of your career and change one thing, what would it be? To trust myself. And 
and not, and just not question as much. You know, I, I spent a lot of time in my early years wanting to be prepared. And so I would sit and literally map out how a situation could go so that I would be prepared for the client, you know, no matter what. And I would just lean into the moment more, you know, and, and not question as much and know that I would figure it out and always have my best, have my client's best interests at heart. Definitely. That's hard to do in the moment. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Stacy. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, if somebody would like to learn more about you, where can they go? They can go to limitlessrealtorcircle.com. That's where um, the education, training, um, and coaching is available. And then catalystidaho.com is our residential real estate site. Okay, great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Shop Talk. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the talk, then please do shout it from the rooftops. Tell your friends, tell your neighbor, tell all of your wonderful, happy clients. You can also leave us a review on your podcast player of choice. Shop Talk is a production of The CE Shop.